in conversation with Charlotte Nicholson. This is the Wild Eye Podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry, I'm from Wild Eye, and this is episode 319. It's also the first episode that I have hosted on my own for a while. The guys have been putting out some great stuff, and um, I thought maybe it's time that I get back in the game. I have been wanting to for a long time, and there was quite a few things to sort out with, I mean, COVID brings a lot of change and what have you, but it's time to get back stuck in. And one of the things that I'm super excited for is I'm going to be doing a lot of interviews on the podcast. I think the the first thing for me was changing the name from the Wildlife Photography Podcast, which amazing as it is, it is a bit narrow, right? But the Wildlife Podcast opens up and we can talk about pretty much anything. We're still obviously going to stay within certain genres. I mean... I'm not going to talk about rocket science. Unless there's something you want to hear, then I can go there. But we're still going to do travel, photography, lifestyle. Just open it up a bit more. And that's where the, the interviews, to me, are super interesting. So I've got a couple of very interesting ones lined up that I'm recording later this week. And with that said, if you have any suggestions of who you would like to hear on the podcast, please let me know. Uh, Jerry at wildeye.co.za. That's G-E-R-R-Y. Uh, at wildeye, two words with a dash in between, .co.za. Or hit me up on social media. I mean, if you want to be on podcast, if you are a photographer or a travel expert or a guest or a potential guest, whatever, if you want to interview me or you would like me to interview you on the podcast, send me a message and tell me why. I think there's some good stuff out there. Um, so some of the upcoming guests, I've got a an Iceland photographer, a specialist in that part of the world. I have someone who lives in Svalbard year-round and creates content. That's super interesting. Uh, one of the most interesting people and nicest people I've ever met uh, to me, one of the best travel photographers out there. Uh, I've got a very good friend and client from Australia. We're going to talk about kind of just photography in general, travel and selling prints. So yeah, some interesting stuff lined up. But the first one of my In the Conversation with series is a young lady from Durban, South Africa. Her name is Charlotte Nicholson. Now, how this came about is if you're on social media for a long time, you, you see some people's names over and over. They comment or they like, or especially with the other content we've been producing, people will ask questions and they send you emails. And I kept on seeing Charlotte's name pop up. She was on almost all of our webinars, if I remember correctly. So eventually head over to the profile and check it out and stuff. And I think she's 17 years old now and an up and coming wildlife photographer. So it's, it's, it's something I think back to often is when I started this whole journey, there was nothing, no information anywhere. I mean, you'd wait until two months in South Africa, two months after the latest edition of Landscape Photographer was released as a magazine, then you would have to go and get that, but it cost too much money. It was a hell of a thing. So I thought, you know what? And this is something I like to do in the future as well. I thought, let's chat to a young wildlife photographer in today's world and just chat. I mean, are other people of her age interested in wildlife photography? Do they care about conservation? What does she struggle with? What does she want to do? So I had a chat with Charlotte end of last week, and it was great. I'm probably going to get her back at some stage once, and you'll hear, once the website is sorted and so on, we'll get her back. But again, if you're a wildlife photographer anywhere in the world, just starting out, or you're a young wildlife photographer who wants to talk or ask questions, let me know and let's do a podcast together. But for now, I'm going to go and um, give you guys the audio from the podcast I did with Charlotte Nicholson, and... Please go and follow her. Go and give her some love online. Um, talk to her about the website and the prints. You'll hear what I'm talking about. And um, I hope you guys enjoy. Charlotte, thank you. It was fun. Here we go. Okay, Charlotte, hello. Hey, Jerry. Welcome to the podcast. So for people listening, who is Charlotte? Where are you from? How old are you? Tell us about your wildlife photography just to get us going. Um, I'm from Durban in South Africa. Um, I'm turning 17 in May, so I'm in grade 11. Okay. Um, and yeah, I guess um, I've always enjoyed photography, but I've never really thought of it as like um, like going into it properly. Um, I kind of just used my cell phone, took photos of my sister when she asked me to, um, and then... Yeah, and then I kind of realized that it's actually a, a thing with like a camera and you have to learn about it. Um, yeah. And that's kind of like, I, I, I realized that and I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to do this. <laughs> when, when did you get your first camera and what was it? Um, so actually, I've only had my camera for just over a year. Nice. Um, it's 
it's um, an 800D Canon. Uh-huh. Um, and then the main lens I use is a, um, a 55 to 250. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm saving up for a little bit of a bigger one. <laughs> so, so we're going to be jumping all over the place here. So I'm busy looking at your, um, at your Instagram. So we'll talk about some of those images. If I say to you right now, there's no budget, what gear would you buy right now? I don't know. Hey, like I've kind of, I enjoy my camera. Like it does everything I needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would probably want, oof, I don't know, maybe a, a wider lens, but that's probably like for further in the future. But okay. my next goal is kind of, I think, um, I'm not a huge fan of fixed lenses. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't like being really restricted. So I'd probably get like a, 100 to 300 or something like that. I mean, you say a good thing that I think a lot of people, when they start, whatever age they started, they just want the 300, the 400, the 600 fixed. But then I think, and I think you're doing it right in that you first have to use the versatility of like the, the 50 to 250. And yeah. that's where you learn creativity. Did you ever do a course? Um, sort of. Like it, it wasn't a proper course. Um, I can't remember what it, was called but it ended up not being so great um online or was it in the real world yeah it was online um yeah but i haven't done a a proper course okay do do you think let me ask you this when well when was the last time you were in the field when were you last in the wild um three weeks ago that's lucky where'd you go yeah i went to pinda Oh, nice. Yeah, that's a whole like story in itself. I used, did it as a work experience um, for school. We have to job shadow. So yeah. I job shadowed an, an ecological monitor. How did you pull that off at Pinda? I know. Like, you know, you it's know, crazy. know people. I mean, come on. Actually, it was my Instagram. So I put it on my Instagram story. I've done it before and no one really replied because I was saying, does anyone know if, if, um, any reserves to job shadowing and then the second time I did it someone replied saying here's Simon email email him um, yeah. and done <laughs> so let's do this right now for the people listening because there's people listening from all around the world when this thing goes live right what is your Instagram handle how can they get hold of you it's charlotte.nicholson.photography cool. I'll link that up in the um, in the description and stuff as well so are you open if people want to put you in a reserve for you to go photograph? They can they can get hold of you, yes. Yes, yes. Done. <laughs> we'll, we'll do a shout out at the end there. Um, I was going to go to the photography in the field. Oh, so with your photography course that you did, did you think it was a bit like mm, kind of not great? Yeah, it was a bit like more like studying the actual camera. So, mm-hmm. um, which was cool. And it was a bit more about like the history of photography, mm-hmm. um, which was also like interesting, but the only way that I really got to know my camera was by just using it, seeing what every single button did. A lot of um, your webinars, that helped me so much. Um, Webinars and lockdown went very well together. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I spent so, so uh, many hours like on those webinars and they've helped me so much. And I think like that's just as good as, as any course. I I often think that if people do a course, they get too, too stuck. Like this is how it has to work, and it, and they don't allow them to yeah. freely. So think back to me when you were in Pinda now three weeks ago, and you you were photographing. Yes, you did some photography. Yes, yes. Was there ever a point in time? I've asked this some of my clients as well that you sat there. Look, I suppose you saw cheetahs there. You have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you <laughs> Everywhere. Look at cheetah, where in the back of your mind you think, damn it, I wish I did a course, or did you ever think like that, or I wish I learned Never. more. It's never, ever, ever popped into my head. Never, especially because there is so much out there that that you can learn. Like, you don't have to pay money to to learn this kind of stuff. Like, just by talking to people or watching videos or, um, like, mainly the people part. Yeah, just, just asking people, like, what do you think? And you should come and work for Wild Eye immediately because what you said there, <laughs> right? You said something like, I mean, people, you can find anything for free online. Like, Johan recorded a new episode of the Wildlife Photography Q&A earlier today. And we get all these questions and there's a lot of questions. And about 70% of them is, what camera should I buy? Or what's the best lens for it? And I want to say to people, you know what, there's this website. Let me spell it for you. G-O-O-G-L-E. Go and look at that. It will give you the answer. 
So, but you're, you're so right. Every single thing that you need to know, you can find online. It's yeah, it's true. Yeah. So, I mean, where do you go for inspiration? Photograph. Um, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, or or even like videos, like if I'm watching a documentary and stuff that that quite inspires me. Um, do you have a website? A website. I'm trying to build it. Um, mm. I'm just need to find out more about like the um or the ownership and and when i publish it like who owns it, it's confusing okay. so, so, so have, you, have you gone down that road before was it no thing? first one okay what platform are you looking at i'm using adobe portfolio okay not bad so I t- you, you're probably on the photography package so lightroom and photoshop yes and then that comes with it okay yes um what do you do? You have a domain for it yet? Like, is it going to be Charlotte Nicholson Photography? Oh, no, that's that's what I'm also trying to figure out. What, what, how to do that? Okay. <laughs> what you and and this is for anybody listening as well. Is if any of you are struggling to put up a website, get hold of me, um, Charlotte. I'm happy at some stage in the next week or whatever. Let's do a Zoom and I'll run you through it. You're going to look at GoDaddy. You're going to buy your domain. It costs something like sixty, seventy rand. Uh, 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 you know what? Cancel that. What is your domain going to be? What do you want it to be? Probably my name i don't know but i haven't you, thought about it this is interesting would i don't you, even know what a domain so, domain is so my domain name is jerryfinnevold.com the wild eye domain okay. is wildeye.com what is yours going to be i go to um, free.com <laughs> um sorry charlotte nicholson.com just my name because it's okay. a bit more like it's not just photography it's got a bit of like blog yeah. in it and That's yeah cool. okay there's two things um, number one, I love that you just chose your name because a lot of people, and this is the same, I would almost say to you, once your, once your um, website goes live as charlottenicholson.com, I would go as far as to change your Instagram as well to that so it links up. Because the problem is yeah. people limit themselves so much to, 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 to like I'm only Jerry from Vault. I don't use photography because I can do other stuff as well. Like what yeah. sports do you do at school? What, what do you do at school? Give me a hobby. Um, water polo. Okay, so you have water polo stuff on your Instagram feed if it wasn't the photo, you know what I mean? It's that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's the first thing. I think it's a great thing that you do just a name. Second of all, Wild Eye is going to sponsor your domain. I'll link that up for you tomorrow. What? Okay, yes, I'll link that up for you tomorrow. (laughs) You just do me a favor. Send me an email and just say Jerry Domain and I'll know what to do with it. I'll I'll send that to you tomorrow. Okay. Okay, Thank you. (laughs) Absolutely. So talk to me about photography. When was the first moment? Was there, let me tell you mine. So it was years ago at the Pilansburg. So I photographed international and I went with my mom and dad to Pilansburg. And you've been to Pilansburg, yeah? So they've got that underground mm, yeah. and you walk and you sit like way in the height. And I sat there with a little Sony camera, no bigger than a cell phone, right? And I tried to photograph a, a pied kingfisher diving into the water. It was never, okay. it was, <laughs> but at that moment I was like, okay, I think I dig this. When was your moment? Um, it was about a year ago, well, December um, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at Emanyoni and yeah. I was there with my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, like, quite a few of my friends. And it was my actually first private guided safari. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was like the sun was going down and like, you know, when the sky goes like all pink. Uh-huh. Um, and I just like, so I was sitting in the in the front left seat, so the okay. passenger seat, and I was like, just with the wind and everything, I was like, oh my word, I want to do this every single um, for the rest of my life. Yeah. And it was what, like, ah. Uh, was it the moment, or were you photographing something? Were you like staring at the sun? Was there an elephant? What? what I was like staring at the sun, and it was uh-huh. yeah, the trees, the the grass, everything was just so stunning. Okay. And I was like, oh my word. Because yeah. uh, also I was, I was um, borrowing someone's camera at the time. So I had been like throughout the, the right, trip right. and I was like, I have to do this. <laughs> awesome. And, and tell me, what, what are your plans from after school? What, what's the plan? Oof, that's, that's a question. Um, I'm hoping to take a gap year and do my Fagasa. Nice. Um, and then hopefully if I'm, if I'm accepted a BSc in conservation and ecology. Oh, nice. Um, and then probably uh, I'd love to do the, um, I think it's in quasi course at Pinda yes. and then work there as a ranger. And then after a few years, hopefully a um, ecological monitor. Yeah. 
Um, and then my end goal is something that where something like similar to what you guys do is um, and like be at home and then run tours into the okay. different reserves. That's interesting. So when you get there, let us know because we're still going to be around by then. Uh, tell me, how did, for you, this is random, how did COVID affect your photography, if at all? I think it helped. I mean, I wasn't, throughout lockdown, I wasn't really going to, I mean, I was actually, I was in, in Kruger when they first said, guys, you've got to go home for lockdown. Wow. So trip was cut short, which was frustrating. And that was the first trip with my, with my camera. But it did give me, because I had only got my camera like a few weeks before, yes. it lockdown gave me a lot of time to just sit and study every single button and see what works, what doesn't, right. and get inspiration and learn. Yes, I did. There so I many did. people. And, and this was funny for me at lockdown is people would lock down, okay, we're going to be home for six or seven months because Uncle Cyril says we've got to stay home and everything. And everybody had these amazing plans. Like, I'm going to study this. And I'm going to lightroom the shit out of everything and everything, right? So you actually took the time and you did work on your photography. Yes, I did. I did. And that's, I think, what has been the biggest, like, push forward is um, – just studying it and not studying it in like a, a horrible way where it's like boring or anything, but okay. just seeing what I like, seeing what I don't. And then um, it did get kind of frustrating at the end because I'd spend so much time like getting inspiration and being like, okay, this is what I want to do. And then I couldn't really do it. I couldn't actually practice it. Even though like I knew what to do. Yeah, I do. I did. I took so many photos of my dogs and my cats. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think it did benefit me, but I think it was also frustrating not being able to like walk around or like go to a park or, sure. or to the beach or something like that to practice. Mm. And did you did you do Lightroom and stuff as well during that time, or did you do a Lightroom? No. Um. I, well, I, I I joined your Lightroom webinars before mm -hmm. I even had Lightroom, which yeah. helped me also so much. Um. And. I've, I've, I haven't had Lightroom for for that long, but but when I did get it, I kind of knew everything about it just from from the webinars. That's brilliant. Um, Do you use Photoshop at all? No, I don't. Um, I don't know why. It's not like I have anything against it. I've just I feel like I, everything I need is on Lightroom already. Absolutely, and I think with with there's literally to me there's one thing, and for the people listening as well, well there's maybe two or three. But there's one thing in Lightroom, which is their spot removal. So in Lightroom, you know, when you do Q, you hit yeah. and you can clone and heal. But on yeah. Photoshop, they've got content away. So it literally, it is golden. The moment they can bring that to Lightroom, we're done. Then we're good. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. If I give you a flight anywhere in the world right now to photograph wildlife, where are you going? Um, and why? The Mara. The Mara, because um, I love the whole culture part of it. Mm -hmm. And it is so different from anything this side. Um, and I, I think I'd love the just going completely different, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think definitely the Mara. Okay. I mean, up until now, I mean, before you get to the Mara, what's been your favorite reserve is uh, probably Pinda because it was now. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> definitely Pinda, not even a question. And what, what was it about it that made it special? Was it? For, I mean, because a lot of international people from, from America, they might not understand that if we say Sabi Sands is different to Madikwe, is different to the Kruger, is different to Pinda. So what was it yeah. like Pinda that stood out for you, that made it unique? Um, it's very, like, almost sophisticated, like the... Um, Good word, actually, for Pinda. Very. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it is. It is very sophisticated and everything's done, like, right, and this is how they do it, and it's like very um <laughs> yeah, yeah that was that was amazing that was crazy and yeah the cheetah listening what i showed charlotte now is if you go onto instagram which you should um there's a picture of two cheetahs it looks like younger ones hey Are they yeah like, yeah yeah two young They're cheetahs, like months. a bent over broken tree i mean for anybody that likes big cats go and check it out nice shot <laughs> thank you so i mean apart from let's take pinda out of the equation now what other reserves in South africa if, look, let me put it to you this way. People are going to come and follow you on Instagram now, right? People are going to ask you, listen, I love your photography. You're awesome. Where should I go on safari and why? What would you recommend to someone in South Africa that has never been on safari? Never been on safari? Never been. Okay. Where would you send them? 
I would send them to, to, to besides Pinda, I'd send them to uh, Manyoni, yeah. which is close. It's still in Zululand. Yeah. Um, I think that's, it's, it's also like great, great, great. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I mean, if they're doing, doing like a self-drive safari, then Kruger, yeah. um, it is also like lower budget. So that helps. It's also very like family, um, family orientated. Is, um, is anybody in your family yeah. into photography? Um, my uncle was a part um, of the a club called the Bang Bang Club, and he was a famous f- a photographer for South Africa. No shit. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. For real. Yeah, but he got um, killed during yeah. a. Wow. Um, she was shot by accident during he was yeah. doing photographing um it was just before the elections mm-hmm. it was like um some sort of it was between i can't remember the national peacekeeping force yeah, yeah, and yeah. um in carter supporters mm-hmm. and yeah he got shot by mistake yeah. um what was his name um i never met him yeah uh, i've just heard stories about him sure. oh i can't i can't remember it literally popped out of my head i can check yeah, in a no second problem. yeah that's incredible. Um, huh. So, and but yeah, yeah. Looking for that. So, your your mom, dad. Do you have sisters and brothers that are into photography, or? Um, I have a sister, but she's not interested in photography. She, I mean, she is very precise about the way she likes her photos, like the way she has photos taken of her. So when I was, she's three years older than me. So when okay. she kind of was like, okay, I've got Instagram. Like I want photos of me for Instagram. She was so precise and how exactly I had to take uh, it. Does she use all the filters? No, she doesn't, but she did. She did. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of how I got to my ass sort of trained a bit because it had to be like perfect. Yeah. Um, do, do yeah. you prefer photographing people or animals? Animals, 100%. Um, yeah. yeah. Wow. I, I think... Don't back for one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also they don't expect anything from you. Whereas people do. Like they expect them to be these amazing images. Whereas in like um, in a reserve, like if, if, uh, if the elephant doesn't look very flattering, then it's fine. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that's actually a very good point. I haven't thought about it like this. So, I mean, if you photograph people, they're expecting you to make them look good. Right? Yes. And good for them in that situation is what they think, not what you think. There's very few people that exactly. actually allow you to do that. But with an elephant, you're quite right there. It's up to you to, to, to tell that story in the best way that you can. Yeah, yeah. Interesting take. Yeah. Um, if, if you get your uncle's name at some stage, just pop it through for me. It's, like, it's Ken Oosterbrook. Um, yeah. There we go. For some people that know the Bang Bang Club, I'm sure many people would. Um, interesting link. I didn't know that before we started. That's interesting. Yeah. Your favorite subject to photograph is? That is so hard. Um, oh, three, two, one, go. Leopard. Leopard. Have Even though I have like very minimal leopard photos, like probably have three. I've only ever posted one, but I think that's part of it is that I'd love to um, photograph them and, and just the photos that I see from other people, I would mm. kill for. Oh, they, they are, is your, is your leopard photo on your, I'm scrolling through Instagram as we speak. Is it on here? Yeah, it is. It's, it's quite way back. It was also kind of like, no, 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 it's quite, it's quite recent, I think. Okay. But otherwise cheetah, just because mm. um, oh, I'm yeah. kind of like, they special. Yeah. That, nice shot, that nice was, shot. <laughs> thank you. It was actually only because we could, um, of our like, positioning, we couldn't, we didn't do it on purpose. It was just, we could only really see her through that little bit. No, but but this, this is the thing. I mean, so guys, what we're looking at here for the people on the podcast is it's a leopard sleeping. So the chin's down on the foot and there's beautiful green foliage all the way around. So there's beautiful framing. So Charlotte, here's the thing. <laughs> Always own it. Like if someone said, if someone now comes to follow your Instagram, they say, oh my God, I love, let me just see what I got here. These two, no, that's a video. This image of a cheetah is so amazing. Um, and I love how you put him right in the corner. Even if you think it's shitty, just own it. That's what I meant. Yeah. I intended to do that. <laughs> no, awesome. Okay. Let's take yeah. cats out of the equation because often people coming to Africa for the first time, they only yeah. want to see the cats, right? If you take big cats out, yeah, yeah, that's so true. What is your favorite 
subject to photograph apart from the cats? Elephants. Why? Um, it's hard. It's hard. But I think because I just love elephants so much and I think that they're so beautiful and, and yeah. there's so much to photograph, like so many, there's so much that you can get from them. Yeah. Um, so many different moods, so many different like situations. Mm. It's never, ever, ever the same. Love um, because, I mean, yeah. a lion sleeps for 20 hours a day. How many hours have you spent sitting next to a lion sleeping and he does nothing? Whereas elephants, yeah. basically, they're active 20 hours a day. And like you say, there's always more to photograph. Always yeah. more. Okay, international destinations out of Africa. What wildlife destination internationally and subject that's not in Africa would you like to photograph? Um, I'd like to try polar bear. Mm-hmm. I think it's so different and it's uh, it's something, yeah, so different and, and almost surreal, like, I only see them on TV, so kind of oh, sure. doing it in real life would sort of feel like I was almost like in a movie or I, I, like I in a dream. I spoke to someone about Svalbard yesterday, and that's what it feels like. When you step out of that place, it feels like you're living in a movie. I love that. Yeah. Sure. What else? Internationally, where 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 can people expect to see you photograph for the next couple of years? Put it that way. Um, I'd love to also try India because there's also everything is different, like anything you know like i'll probably go there and i will be like what is that i don't mm. know what that is um and yeah the tiger yeah that would be great that would be fun um yeah the whole thing like it's just so different like it's like forest vibe oh the gorillas i'd love to try that yes okay that um is, no, but if, if an american person asks you listen i want to go on a safari the sad thing is that very few people or companies actually think of gorillas as a safari but it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It is, 100%. Okay, let me, let me ask you this. You haven't done gorillas yet. Okay. If you had to go to gorillas, what is your perfect lens choice and camera that you would want to take for that? Considering considering that it's pretty close. I mean, you get, I mean, sometimes they're they right on you and it's very low light. What what lens would you want to take? Um. Probably anything I had with me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely Good smaller, smaller the better. Mm-hmm. Um, because I want to get a bit more of like the environment as well, like not just just a close up of the face. Mm-hmm. Not because like oh. yeah, it's been done before, but I think the whole gorilla in their own environment one like it speaks a lot about um, what's kind of the conservation issues in that area and. Yeah. Um, that kind of just appeals to me more. So mm. wider lens um, and more of like the background. Yeah. It's actually, I mean, a lot of people take like your, it's kind of a 2470 and then there's a 7200. I've had people take like 400 2.8 to suit the gorillas, which is not going to work. I yeah, mean, I definitely wouldn't pick that. But it's funny enough, for, for people listening as well, if you want to do a gorilla trip, is this, the cell phone. Yeah. I've taken more videos of gorilla, I think, than I have images because they are just awesome. And, and this is close up. It's great quality. It's amazing. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you this. You log on to Instagram right now. You, you're sitting at home tonight. You finish watching TV. You're bored because it's all crap on, on TV, whatever. And you want to go on Instagram and look for some good wildlife photographs. Can you give me a couple of photographers whose work you follow that you think that's cool? Um, yes, I can. I think, um, I don't know how to say her name. Let me just find it quickly. Okay. It's like a different. Is she South African? Um, yes, yeah, she is. Oh, Carolina Nuri Wildlife. Okay. Can I ask you to send me these on Instagram later on when we're done? Just out of curiosity. Yes. Okay. You so saw her- me tell you. Yeah. Um, Ranger. Nick Null, Nick from Mala Mala. Yes. Um, Barry Pisa. I don't know how to say his surname. I'm probably butchering it. Um, oh, yeah, Barry yeah. and then P-E-I. Yes. Um, okay. And then, I can't say this either. It's YS Wildlife Photography. Oh, yes. Is he from Kenya? He shoots in Kenya. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Um. So, so can I ask yes. So now, all of, all of those people you've mentioned, right? Mm. What is it to you? I mean, 
if, if you had to explain to me, what is it to you that makes an image good? Why, why does some images catch your eye and others not? Like, what is it that makes a photograph good for Charlotte? Um, I think definitely probably like the, the framing and, and that like not wrong or, or, or like skew or something like that, but, but more what they want to tell with it. I okay. think that the, the, uh, if, if I look at an image and I, I immediately know what they're trying to tell me, then mm -hmm. I think that that's good because they've got their message across also something unique. Cause that's really like hard to find mm. these days. Um, like in a, in a, in a way people haven't thought of yet, or, or it's just very like, no one really sees it. Do you as a young wildlife photographer, do you struggle with that? How do you stand out? Yeah, I do struggle. Like I'm still, I guess, finding my way and finding what I like um, and and how, yes, how to be different. I, I do struggle with it, especially also because when I'm learning, I kind of look to other people and I, like, I'll see an image and I'm like, okay, I want to try one like that. And then if it comes out like that, then I'm not really being different, but that's kind of how I'm learning. Yeah. Um, but also... What you just said there, for a lot of people, and, and regardless of the age, what you just said there of looking at an image, recreating it, and then it looks the same, but it's not yours. The journey that people have to go through is we have to look. I mean, let's be honest. How many line photographs are there in this world? So many. All of them. So many. Right? Yeah. But now people think, oh, I, I don't want to take another one like that. The, the process of what you just described, the process of looking at a piece of art, which photography is, recreating it for you it's not about the final outcome it's about it's almost like your photographic brain thinking think 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 okay there it is and that gets filed yeah. in the back of your head that when you come on a wildlife trip one day and when in the mara and we're watching a river crossing it's like okay here's a skill set it's brilliant yeah yeah and i think for, for you and for people listening as well and it doesn't matter about the age people need to stop judging their work before they put it out i know i can't put this out because it's been done before yeah. Remind me here, did you and I have a conversation online about the negative comments? That was with you. Yes. Yeah, we have. So just, just tell um, us what that means, just for people listening. So like when people are, are will kind of say like, just be negative, like on your, on your page, like a lot of the times it's, it's you. And I don't get it that often, but I will get occasional messages saying, you shouldn't have done it this way or, or this isn't right. And uh, I can do it better. Like, and it's just like, you look at it and you're like, what do you like, want? Why? Like, why? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why? Like, it's so unnecessary. Like these unnecessary comments. Sometimes I think, I think I'll get used to it. Mm -hmm. Um, and especially cause it's, it's sometimes where I look at their, their feed and I think that it's, like better than mine and then they're telling me that my, i'm not as good like i'm not good enough and it's just sure. like it is frustrating sure. but then it also is practice to kind of be like charlotte sure. like you can you are yourself quick question before we go there are a lot of your friends or kind of your peers people at the same age do you have a lot of wildlife photographers of your age that speak to each other online how, how many people are there getting into this hardly anyone i mean Why? At, at school, I don't know. At school, they'll kind of say like, oh, yeah, I'm into photography and they'll have a camera, but they only pick it up once every two years. All they mean is they take um, photos on Instagram. That's not it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and they'll kind of say, oh, one day I want to be a photographer. and But they don't do anything about it. And I feel like I'm sort of different because I, I work on it if I want it. Like, um, and, and there are, there's probably three people in my whole school of, of 1000 kids or 800 kids, mm -hmm. um, that actually do anything about wanting to do photography. Um, and they'll have like in their Instagram accounts and stuff. And they will like, well, we will talk about it and we'll say like, Oh, I will comment on each other's stuff and be like, Oh, this was so cool. Like, where did you go here? And oh, how did you do that? And, and what was like the thinking around that? And that's been so, so, so nice. Like, I love that, but it's only like three of us. Um, and then online. Yeah, it is. It's horrible. And, and I guess people expect me to be like, look down on them and be like, 
oh well like almost like competitive with them mm. but I feel like that's so wrong like that's the last thing I'd want to do is be competitive with someone who's interested in the same thing I am like that's a good thing they say like competing in photography is like competing in yoga there's no point yeah exactly exactly do, do you still have yeah. photo clubs at school no um, we did in the, the, the SP, so like the, the um, grade four to seven, mm-hmm. but it was kind of with the school's iPad and they'd be like, okay, you have to take a photo of a flower and now, now you've got to take a photo of a leaf. And Very it was just like with like the iPad. Type yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I, I, but um, push, yeah. Uh, I'm pushing for, for um, a photography committee. So people go on sports tours, like a few girls will go on sports tours and photograph that whole tour. And um, it, it'll be a part of the marketing committee, sure. um, but I'm really pushing for it. And it's just hard because there's hardly anyone who would be interested in that. Um, it's just even from a Sorry? Even from a teacher's point of view, they're not buying it. No, no. Um, I think... yeah it's also because they don't really know themselves like they're happy to do something that they are um like the teacher a teacher can handle whereas none of the teachers are really photographers so or or into photography so they wouldn't know how to teach someone else Mm. um why don't they use your expertise then i mean two things i think i mean your images are great there's obviously i mean if you go back through your stuff you can see growth already right just go through your feed but i mean you have followers, you've got this. Why can't they, and this is me bitching about the, the schooling system, Rich, but why can't they look at someone like you and, and say, okay, you're not, run with it. Just go. Yeah, next year I'm hoping because um, the matrix will be head of all the committees and that's when they can kind of, they are allowed to run with it themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and because like, there's no one this year who would be interested in that, um, no one, the the teachers won't really let a grade 11 do it so next year is my chance um to because yeah okay i'm putting this out here publicly for you as well for everybody listening if we can help or if i can help in any way next year you let me know (laughs) thank you you. literally from a while that point of view we're in if you if you want our help you let us know okay thank you on any front quick question though i mean i'm curious so a lot of your people aren't your people like age group, right? Your people, it sounds like you. And <laughs> um, they're not really into the photography. Are they into conservation and wildlife? Or is that also? Yes. Um, a lot of my friends, they'll love the bush. They'll love the bush as like a holiday thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's very few who actually uh, will be interested in the, in the actual animal and conservation yeah. side. Um, I know of some girls who volunteer at like Crow and the SBCA and okay. that's kind of they they want to help and they'll donate and they'll um, they'll find like little ways to help yeah. in in conservation um, but not as many as like they'll not as many people that'll love the bush for the holiday and the uh-huh. um, the like scenery part of it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to backtrack a bit. So a photo club. I mean, I'm going to tell you a story quickly. I don't know if I've told this on a podcast before, but there was, I hate photo clubs. Like, <laughs> look, school, look, what you're trying to do different, because that's, that's a closed environment. These photo clubs that's outside, like, it's based on old school guys who, if you've been there for 10 years, you get more votes and your images are better. Is that crap, right? So there was uh-huh. this young kid, Vaynant. What was his name? Vaynant from Vake, I think he was. Great young photographer. He was like 17, 18 at the time. We're talking about five years ago. And he, he was from Vitbunk, actually, I think. Oh, hi, Louis. My dog's here. Um, and he was a great photographer. They had a club at school. And the teacher, which I take my hat off to this club teacher, said, you know what? I can't teach you anything else. I mean, you're excelling. So he recommended that this kid, Vaynant, goes to the whatever camera club. And you go there and then you, they show your pictures and they give you like five stars, three stars, whatever the case might be. And he went and he's, his first entry on his first night at Camera Club was a picture of a brown, a brown snake eagle in the, from the Khalakhari taking off a branch. So as he's taking off, the original raw file chopped the one wing off. So he then cropped both sides so it's symmetrical. So okay. you've got the space coming at you in the middle with the wings off to the side. Yeah. These old guys 
tore him to pieces because you've cut this off. And I'm thinking, for fuck's sakes, how can you guys, who are supposed to be inspirational and amazing, you've got this kid who is ridiculously talented. He's like, you've got, there's so much talent waiting to just explode. And you do this. So yeah. I'm asking you, if you start a photo club, please don't do that. <laughs> I would never, I would never. <laughs> but it's, it's like, I just, I just don't get some of that. Like there's professionals in our industry. You're in my industry, wildlife photography. That they almost they hide their secrets. It's like I can't tell you how. Yeah. No, it's bad. It's really makes me so mad. It makes me so mad. Question: While we're on this, what is from now we're talking social media and wildlife photography? What is one of your pet peeves when it comes to that? No, just shoot from the hip. Pet peeves would probably be that, like not willing to share and to inspire and to help like mm. not willing to help because they're afraid like oh this person could come take my place like uh, i want to be they're so afraid of of not um like being being unique or or mm. letting someone get as good as them or better like they're so afraid to grow it because yeah. they they want to be the best and they so- want to yeah, and it just like it makes me so mad, and and sometimes like I'll, I'll message people and I'll, I'll try to in, um, interact with them and, and understand like the way they think or like the way they like doing things, and they're so like mean, and yeah. it's like yeah. I don't know because I, I because I'm younger than them and I haven't been photographing as long as them. They no, think they do that everybody. this person's pathetic. Like you know, yeah. I want to speak to someone who, who's a bit yeah. more yeah. like famous. Yeah. I think, you know what I think the challenge is, is as a photographer, you, me, anybody else, right? For you to create, and I'm, I'm scrolling through your stuff. Let me, let me preempt something. Have you ever printed any of your work? No, I, I like to, on, like, even just on, myself, just myself, because I don't know how to. I don't know where I would go, how big or how it kind of works. Um, okay. But I, I would like I'm gonna, to. I'm going to quickly put you on the spot, and I'm, I apologize up front. Okay, <laughs> if, if, if we choose, you choose, for example, three images of yours, it doesn't have to be on Instagram, that you think are print-worthy, okay? Okay. You email them to me, we process them, and I, I'll help you with the export of it. Would you be willing to give your prints away to people from the podcast? Just one. Yes, email them definitely. The raw, email them the final product, they can print it, because... When it becomes real is if your work is on, is it's real. It's a thing that you can touch. Yeah. So yeah. For those of you listening, oh, that sounds so cool. So for those of you listening, Charlotte's like all like in a, in a state now, but she's fine. <laughs> you're going to choose three of your images that you think, okay. are, I mean, there's a couple here that I think will print really, really well. Um, but I want to see what you do. We, you then process yeah. print. I'll help you with the export of it. And I'm going to ask okay. people to email you directly, but they have to follow okay. you on Instagram. And then you email them okay. and they can print it. Because I promise you, people will, and I can think of a few people that listen to the podcast regularly, they will share your picture on their wall with the world. It is amazing because it is real. Let's be honest, Charlie. Yeah. This here, on, I'm scrolling through your Instagram. It's great and it's awesome. But it means dick. It means yeah. nothing yeah. that's real. Okay, so you're going you're gonna to do this print thing. Yeah. Okay. okay. So guys, watch. Go and follow Charlotte on Instagram. And you know what? While you follow her, go and look through her feed and direct message her which images you think she should print. Okay, so that's for the people listening. What were we talking about? Okay. I go down <laughs> rabbit holes very quickly. Um, oh, the thing I think is important um, as a photographer, we, we create a piece of art. You put it out there and it's literally like a child. It's like if you have a yes. baby and someone says, look at my baby, it's like, Ugh. you're not going to, you think, whoa, that's bad, right? Yeah. But now online, people who have no right really to comment yeah. are saying shitty things about your images. And mm. it's very difficult. We do, we do take it personally. And the only advice I can give to you and to other people is you have to choose the voices that you listen to. You have to choose the voices who you listen to online. Like if you have two or three photographers whose work you admire, it's those people who you like. Let's say, for example, you like my work. I'm coming. I'm going to come and say, that's great. That, that's great should mean a lot more to you because I'm not going to bullshit you. But if, 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 I don't know, if happy boy 443 from Oklahoma comments on your image and he says, oh no, this is crappy. You're such a bad photographer. Whatever, bro. Off you go. Go play with your cat. 
and, they, <laughs> and it's yeah. very difficult. It's very difficult which voices to listen to. And I think that yeah. you're at that point where you're creating great images, but it's still, it's difficult. If someone says, oh, well, that's all right. It's like, whatever, man. Yeah. But, but you can get past it. There's really, really cool stuff here. There's really cool stuff. Thank here. you. Um, Thank you. If you, let me just quickly, I'm looking through here. Do you have a favorite image of all time, of your own? Of my own? What is your favorite um, you've ever taken? I think if you scroll down a bit, there's an elephant one where there's like a, um, I think it's a, um, a matriarch walking towards us. Um, and there's like clouds in the background and then the whole herd is behind her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I love it so much because of like the moment, like in the moment it was so beautiful because mm-hmm. it was like almost like it was at Penda and it was like, Panda turned and in, yes into the Serengeti and there's a lot about it like I would wish I could change because it's not like exactly photographically perfect and mm-hmm. there's like elephants going a different way and and yeah. but I think it's it was the the moment but also there's so much I do love about it like I love the color of the grass and it, yeah. it's also looked slightly like the Serengeti it does. like I have a lot of lot of photos from there and it's like Panda turned into Serengeti yeah. kind of vibe. Um, this is a very interesting um, image because, so just, I mean, you've described it. There's cars in the background, matriarch coming towards you. Try this as a strong black and white as well. When you I get did clock, look at it. Yeah. You're really heavy on it. The contrast on this will be, okay. will be really, that's an amazing shot. Um, and do you have, so, so this is an interesting one. Is there a photographer's image out there that stands out for you? Like, I'm going to give you one of mine, right? So when I say that, is there is there a favorite wildlife image ever that you think of? And look, there's not one, but if you can give us an example, because one of mine, Paul Nicklin, I'm sure you know Paul Nicklin. Yes. So obviously, he photographed on a different level because you and I carry our own camera bag. He has 50 people carrying his shit around for him. So it's <laughs> yeah. One image from Antarctica where they sat on the edge of the ice where the emperor penguin was coming out. And it's this picture of this in mid-air with the ice behind him. It is ridiculous. So that to me stands out. What wildlife image anywhere ever by anybody stands out for you and why? One of yours is the one with the elephants and the the dust. And you can like, um, I remember you posted quite a while ago. um, And the dust, that was something like on my bucket list. I actually have a few like saved photos that I kind of, I've labeled it I want as in like, I want to like it's on my bucket list to to it doesn't obviously have to be exactly the same but to to kind of be like not similar but you know like there's something about it that I want like the dust for example I want a photo with a dust or I want should do that what you just said create a photo with because that's how you train your photographic mind that's awesome also, um, I've seen, I can't remember who it was, but it was a, um, a lion in the Serengeti Mara area in the rain. And it was, mm-hmm. it was a female and mm-hmm. she had a cup and she was mm-hmm. like holding a cup and it was like just pouring with rain yeah. and like they were muddy and, and it was great. I love something like that. I think it's Nick um, Nichols. Another image. I think it's Nick Nichols. is a Nat Geo photographer. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's so many, I think because I'm so used to not getting images like that, that there's so much that I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Like, that's <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think there's a lot of elements in photos that appeal to me more than like the whole photo itself. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it can be the background or the color, yes. um, like so many monopools images, uh, I think are fantastic. Yeah. Um Sorry, no, never. I've never been outside of, of um, I've kind of just like been to Pinda, Magnoni, yeah. and Kruger, just yeah. and the later Kruger. So um, we, we need to remedy that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, standing out stuff. That's cool. Um, I think we're going to pretty much wrap it up. That's pretty interesting. Very, very interesting. So one more time, for the people listening around the world, where can they get hold of you on Instagram? Instagram is charlotte.nicholson.photography. Cool. And I'll put that in the description on iTunes and SoundCloud and all of those things. And then just to confirm what we're going to do, if you can send me an email after this and just put Jerry Domain, 
And then tomorrow uh-huh. I will pour out your domain, charlottenickerson.com, and we can worry about the rest from there. But at least people will know where to find you, which is a good thing. Okay. Thank and you. Then for those of you listening, I urge you to please go and follow Charlotte. Go onto Instagram and go and follow her. Go to the link. I'll share it out when I share the podcast. I'll share the links and stuff out as well. Go and follow her work and go and tell her in a direct message which images you think we, her, should put out as a print. And and this again, Charlotte, I've done this a few times where I give prints away. So that's Yeah, I would definitely do that in the beginning. And I'm going to ask you then that once we've got this up and running, people are going to email you and you're going to email them the final print. Signature in the corner, Alice. All right. Okay. Good stuff. Charlotte, I mean, are you where's are you close to exams or anything now? Not really. Um, no, next term. Um, I go to German Girls College. Okay. Do you ever come up to Joburg? Not much. Uh, not often. Not often. Um, but sometimes to visit family or or for like um sports tours. Okay. If you ever, uh, please come and pop into the wild office. Come and say hi. Have coffee with us. But um, definitely. Thank you for your time. It's been amazing. Um, we can thank do you so all much. of those things, and then. Maybe down the line, if it grows and it goes, we'll do it again. Good stuff. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank Guys, you for having me. She's awesome. Okay, so there you go. Charlotte, thank you. Great fun. So, guys, please go and check it out. I think it's time that, especially where we are now, we have time. Go and help young photographers. Give them some airtime. Go and tell them you love their work. Don't be like that idiot who at the camera club just shoots someone down. Go and be nice. We need to be more nice. Um, cool. So like I said, if you guys have any specific guests for the podcast that you have in mind, or if you want to be on it, drop me a mail, jerry at wildeye, G-E-R-R-Y at wildeye, two words with a dash in between, .co.za or on social media, Jerry van Velt. I look forward to hearing from you. Like I said, loads of new interviews coming up. I've got a couple of standalone things as well. And also, if you keep an eye on my Instagram and the wildeye feed, you're going to see a lot of different content coming up. But I'll explain all that to you in due course. Guys, as always, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for lending me your ears. I will chat to you in the next episode. My name is Jerry. I'm from Wild Eye. Have a good one. Hey.